Hello, this is Pastor Bibi, lead pastor of Green Pastures Church, coming to you with the word of the living God today. I am so glad that you are able to join. I pray that what you hear today touches you, opens your understanding to the knowledge of God, challenges you to be the best you, deepens your relationship with God, and causes you to live in victory. Let's hear the word. Beloved, we praise God once more this morning as we come in his presence to celebrate him and to tell him how much we love him. Our love for God is a response of, uh, to, to an everlasting love. Our love for God uh, is a response to his goodness and his faithfulness. Our love for God uh, must be a response for, hallelujah, the joy that we find uh, in being in the Lord today. Our love for God must be a response, hallelujah, to his goodness and his faithfulness toward us. Our love for God. Hallelujah, must be a response to his grace. For the past few weeks, we have been sharing on the grace of God. And uh, by God's grace today, I would like to bring this uh, teaching to conclusion. Hallelujah. I would like to uh, conclude uh, on this. You know, we can never say enough. I don't think we can, uh, we can even spend a whole year talking about the grace of God because it uh, includes everything. It means everything. It changes everything. It makes everything ah, hallelujah possible. The grace of God. Uh, beloved, uh, we have realized that we are who we are by the grace of God. We can do what we can do by the grace of God. Uh, we can live uh, the way we live uh, by the grace of God. And there is so much more grace can do. There's so much more grace can accomplish into our lives. There's so much more we benefit from the grace of God. Hallelujah. And today, if you'll allow me, we will talk about God's grace. Hallelujah. And concluding. And I would like to bring another aspect that uh, it's important that we consider. Hallelujah. It is important that we consider this other aspect of of, of uh, grace and today uh, I'm going to have a very strange uh, hallelujah uh, 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 title is the hazard of grace uh, or the risk of grace hallelujah uh, you, you see when we misunderstand grace when we do not understand the power of grace into our lives when we take it for granted when we venture outside of grace hallelujah there is a risk that one can fall off grace and not know that they have fallen off grace hallelujah today let, let's read the word to bring a little a bit more understanding in where I am taking us today. I am going to be reading uh, Galatians chapter 5 verse 1 verse 4. Hallelujah to verse 6. Galatians uh, chapter 5. I'm going to be reading from verse 4 to verse 6. Uh, and today, please allow me to read from the uh, Message Bible. I'm going to be reading from the Message Bible. We are in Galatians uh, chapter 5 and verse uh, 4 to verse 6. Hallelujah. And this is the Apostle Paul warning us about uh, the hazard of grace, the, the danger of falling of grace, the risk. Uh, hallelujah 
that comes with it. Uh, and again, uh, risk in itself does not present any risk. Uh, the, the grace by, by itself is not hazardous as well. Please understand my theme today is that when you do not understand grace, uh, hallelujah, when you do not receive uh, the understanding or you don't live uh, like the, the proper perspective of grace, hallelujah, you might fall off of grace or you might, uh, hallelujah, uh, uh, misunderstand grace or misuse this concept, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. So we are into Galatians. Hallelujah. Galatians chapter 5 and verse 6. 4 to verse 6. The Bible says, I suspect you will never intend this. But this is what happens. When you attempt to live by your own religious plans and projects, you are cut off from Christ. You fall out of grace. Meanwhile, we expectantly wait for a satisfying relationship with the Spirit. For in Christ, neither our most conscientious religion or disregard of religion amounts to anything. What matters is something far more interior. Faith expressed in love. Hallelujah. Faith. Thank you. Expressed in love. The Apostle Paul says this. He says, I, I, I know you would not intend to do this. You have received salvation. You have received grace. But somehow, somewhere, this is what's going to happen. Beloved, I, I just want to, and I understand uh, all, all those who are listening today, those who are paying attention to what God is doing during this season, those who know the Lord, uh, I, I don't think anybody, uh, uh, unless there's somebody out there who will say, I am choosing to, to, to step out of grace. I, I, I know we understand the power of grace. I know we understand we have been saved by grace. I know why we know we understand we have been adopted in the beloved by grace. Uh, hallelujah. We have been a empowered by grace. But the Apostle Paul says, I suspect that you will never intend this. And I think today, I am talking to the people who don't intend to intentionally fall out of grace. But that's what's going to happen. That means there is a risk, there is a hazard out there that, that somebody will fall out of grace. Hallelujah. And the Apostle Paul says, it's when we start attempting to live with by our own religious plans and projects, when you step out of God's plan, when you step out of God's will, and you start making up your own things, and you think it is from God, we have to be careful, people of God, because nothing can temper with the grace of God. The minute you start believing that you can, that you are, that you are able, that you can start figuring out things on your own, in the name of God, we become religious and start tempering with the truth of God and start making things sound the way we want them to sound, look the way we want them to look. Before you know it, the Apostle Paul says, the minute you start living by your own religious plan,
plans and projects. By the time you start fabricating your own prophecies and your own into bracket will of God, you are cut off from Christ. Beloved, what is the word of God saying? That you cannot leave the grace of God outside of Jesus Christ. You cannot leave the grace of God outside of his will. You cannot enjoy the benefit of grace out, outside of his purpose. Hallelujah. The Apostle Paul said, meanwhile, while you are becoming religious uh, and accustomed to things, uh, you do things by tradition, not because it is the will of God. In the meanwhile, we will all be expecting uh, to be satisfied by a relationship with the Spirit. Uh, we will want all the spiritual benefits. We will want to speak in a certain way. We will like to be used by God in a certain way. We will like to hear the word of God spoken to us. Uh, we will like to even to hear God speak to us, but yet... Uh, People of God, uh, while you are waiting or you are expecting uh, a perfect relationship with the Holy Ghost, if you have fallen out of grace, there is no way you can speak on behalf of God. There is no way you can connect with him. Hallelujah. The Apostle Paul said what matters is something more, far more interior. Let me just say that nowadays because of uh, the hazard or the misunderstanding of grace, people have been disoriented. So the, the hazard, the great hazard to that we, we, we run into today is grace disorientation. People just uh, ca can focus on what it means to have the grace of God. What the grace of God is, is to try to make it our own thing. Hallelujah. Try to manipulate it in one way. And, and, and sometimes people will ask questions like, you know, we really, and, and I've heard people of people say, this is uh, three steps to, 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 to enjoy the favor and the grace of God. Let me tell you, there's difference between grace and favor. Hallelujah. Amen. There is a difference between grace and favor. We call grace the unmerited favor of God. But grace does not equal favor. Hallelujah. Let me tell you, there are favors. Favor, take it in the sense of advantage. There are advantages that are reserved to certain people who maybe serve God and do this and do that. There is a reward. Hallelujah. Think of favor as a reward. Think of favor as a special grace that God gives up. And I'm, I'm putting the emphasis on the word special. Hallelujah. But when we talk about the grace of God, the unmerited favor of God that saved us from sin, that saved us from death, that saved us, that one nobody can temper with. It is not something you can by something you can do for God to receive. Hallelujah. And, and, and I've seen uh, messages as uh, three, three steps to tap into the favor of God. Don't make it the favor that, re that relates to the grace. Because grace, there is no three steps to get there. There is no three, five steps to, 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 to reach it. Hallelujah. Grace has been given to us by God. And it's free. Hallelujah. There is nothing we have done to merit it. There are favors that God can do to the people who serve him. L like in, in the book of Isaiah 54, many people claim those things. Uh, I, I, I will expand the space in my tent. I will, uh, 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 no weapon formed against me uh, shall prosper. That is a favor. That is an advantage that God gives to those who serve him. The Bible says that this is the inheritance 
of the servants of God. Hallelujah. There are things that God has reserved to, to, to those, hallelujah, who, who act a certain way. When I think in our Bible studies during the past few weeks, we have talked, we've been talking about the, the Beatitudes, hallelujah. Blessed are those who are meek, blessed are those who are uh, uh, poor in spirit. These are favors and blessings that come to those who behave and act uh, who are a certain way. But I'm talking about the grace of God. The unmerited favor. Hallelujah. That one, we cannot do things for it for, for, for to receive it. And so many people are disoriented, thinking that there are things they have to do to merit God's grace. It's a risk. It is a risk because the minute we start falling into the trap of trying to impress people, impress the people around us, thinking that we have more grace, we are mistaken. We serve God because we love him. We do things for God. We even love people and do things for them because we love God and we love God through them. Hallelujah. Not because we attract more favor. Wow. May the Lord help us today. Understand that one can fall of the grace of God. And we, we are living times and situations in our world today that the temptation is great for people to try to find solutions on their own. Sometimes you are so pressured by situation. Things are just so tough. Hallelujah. This week I was talking to someone who's facing a great challenge, a great challenge, and, and I've been praying with that person. I, I am praying and trusting God for a miracle. I am trusting God for a breakthrough. And, and during the, the, the week or sometime, I don't know when, but the person spoke to me this week and said, somebody called this person and gave them a proposal. And people of God, that proposal is very controversial, and I'm not sure it's a perfect will of God. Are, are you understanding? But that there is such pressure, there is such an urgency to have that thing fixed up, that uh, people will always be somehow, somewhat tempted uh, to jump on it, uh, thinking after all, it, 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 it's God, I have God's grace. Uh, and if God has allowed this to come to my ears, maybe because God wanted, did you know that the devil can also give a solution if you do not know how to, to manage the grace of God into your life? Problems can make you forget that you are a beneficiary of God's grace and trying to help you find solutions on your own. Beloved, don't give in, don't give up, don't compromise. The grace of God covers for everything. The Apostle Paul in the same passage says that there are things that we have walked away from that we are going to be tempted to walk back into because of pressure, because of situations. And I know a lot of people out there, there is so many things happening. You'll be tempted to lie. You'll be tempted to trick it a little bit. You'll be tempted to justify things. But I want to tell you that the grace of God has covered you. The grace of God has lifted you. The grace of God has taken you out of condemnation the grace of God will continue to justify you the grace of God will continue to glorify you the grace
presence of God will continue to go ahead of you and pave the way for you. Because the Apostle Paul, God told him, my grace is sufficient. I know you are in pain, but my grace is sufficient. I know things are complicated, but my grace is sufficient. People of God, don't take the risk of falling out of grace because you need an immediate solution. We live in a world where people want things and they want it right now. They want things and they want it right away. People of God, allow grace to work its course into your life and your blessing will be cooked and perfect for you to consume. Are you understanding? Grace will take its time and make it good and perfect for you. Don't rush into it. Don't rush into things. Don't accept Ishmael because grace will bring your Isaac. I hope I'm speaking to somebody. Many people, hallelujah, have shifted or went to Ishmael to the blessing that was not the real promise of God because they could not just wait. They had to compromise a little bit. People of God today, a lot of people have fallen out of grace because the common and the risk of the understanding is that the minute you have the grace of God, nothing else can happen to you. There is no way you can fall out of grace. There has been so many teachings out there that the minute you are saved, the minute you have the grace of God, you can live the way you want because you are above the law. Oh, the Apostle Paul tells us today that we cannot abuse grace because there is a risk that somebody can fall off of grace. Mm. Oh, my Lord. There is a danger. There is a danger that if you do not understand the power of grace, that you might fall off of grace. With the grace of God, people of God, needs to help us to elevate our quality of life. The grace of God needs to help us improve the way we think. Improve the way we act. We are no longer who we, we used to be. We are no longer what we used to be. We are no longer bound by the thing that used to bind us. You are a new creature. Hallelujah. You are the son of the living God with Jesus Christ, heir of the kingdom. Hallelujah. Grace should help you understand your purpose in life. It should understand, help you understand your assignment. When you understand your worth on this earth by the grace of God, you will not compromise it for anything. It's better I wait a little bit and not fall off the grace of God. Grace is not a license to sin. It is not a license to compromise. It's not a license to walk away from God and, and, and think that he's going to, to, to just justify you. It is important, people of God, that we pay attention not to fall. Off of grace. During the week I had a, 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 that question. Somebody asked. Is grace eternal? Because uh, uh, last week we talked, uh, we talked about the uh, eternal inheritance of grace. Uh, as a blessing to the people of God. And we said that um, grace guarantees your eternity. Yes, it is true. That's the word. And I stand by that statement. The minute you walk into the grace of God, you accept the Lord and his grace. 
eternal life is guaranteed. Inheritance in the Lord is guaranteed. But that guarantee does not mean that if you break it, <laughs> hallelujah, hallelujah. You see, when you, you, you purchase a warranty or a guarantee on a television or anything like that, you have to be careful what you buy. Hallelujah. Because if accidentally that breaks, they can replace if you ask for grace. Do you know you have to call? Hallelujah. Samsung just not just appear in your house and say, hey, I have a sense that your TV is broken. No, you have to call and say, hey, guys, my TV broke. I need to renew. That means there is a transaction that needs to take place. But if they find out that you took a hammer and broke the TV on your own, the guarantee does not apply. Hallelujah. You need to prove that it was an accidental brokenness. But I thank God for his mercy. My God. I thank God for his mercy. Because though we fall off of grace, if we are humble enough to come back to him, and that's the difference. Grace will not just apply you do, you've been saved and then you went back to living a certain way, to doing things your own way, fabricating your own miracle and think that grace will come and hijack you. Grace will not force itself into your life. That's the point I'm trying to make. That if you fall off of grace, I pray, and if you have fallen, that you have the courage to come back to say, Lord, I am sorry, I messed up. Because you have to live. Grace puts a responsibility on us to live right. To do the right thing. To live the right way. Not to fall off of grace. Unfortunately, a lot of people of God will expect so much from God, as the Apostle Paul says in verse 6 of Galatians 5. We'll expect the relationship with the Holy Spirit. We'll expect to be treated a certain way while we have fallen off of grace. The whole point, if you forget everything I've said today, I want you to remember that one can fall off of grace if you don't pay attention. Hallelujah. One can fall off of grace. And I pray that this is not your case. This is not your case. I pray, people of God, that you will not put your ears into their preaching of encouragement and not pay attention to the preaching of illumination. You, you have to open your understanding and grasp. Today, everybody wants to be encouraged. Everybody wants to be motivated. So we pay attention to the things that tickle our feelings, things that make us feel good, things that uh, make us feel comfortable. Uh, almost as if nobody wants to talk about holiness in church anymore. Nobody wants to talk about uh, living right for God. Ah, we, we, We've allowed so many things. We live in a world where it, it is allowed to do this, it is allowed to do that. It is a, allowed. I, I was talking to, to, to some people a couple of days ago and um, I feel like the people just feel that we, they, they are entitled to the freedom. People of God, freedom has uh, responsibilities as well. Hallelujah. I, I will not go into the discussions 
that people felt like they, the people, I'm free to do what I want with my body. I'm free to do what I want with this. I'm free to do what I want. Does the Bible talk about this specifically? Does the Bible, I'm not, I'm not, I told a person, you can fall off of grace without knowing that you have fallen off of grace. Because we are seeking selfish satisfaction. Selfish ambitions have gotten in many people's way. I cannot speak for so long about grace and not give you the warning that one can fall off of grace without knowing it. Hallelujah. And unfortunately, there are a lot of people out there who have fallen out of God's grace, but still speaking so loudly in the ears of the people of God. And when you have fallen out of grace, you, 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 you start speaking of things that in the Bible with a wrong tweak, with a wrong understanding. Hallelujah. If your body belongs to Christ, you need to bring it as a living sacrifice. Don't tell me you can do whatever you want with it. Do you want to please God or you want to please you? Hallelujah. Paul says, it's no longer me living, it's Christ living in me. He's not talking about anything bounding him that he cannot be happy. He's saying that I have found the happiness in being bound to Christ. In being connected to Jesus Christ. I find my happiness in living right with him. Hallelujah. That means I can overcome the flesh. I can overcome the flesh and its, its weaknesses because I have bound my life to the life of Jesus Christ. Don't tell me that you reach that level and you can do anything you want to do without consulting the Lord, without pleasing him. I, I don't think you will enjoy an environment of sin. I don't think you will enjoy an environment of lie. I don't think you will enjoy any filth around you because if Christ is living in you, it will tell you don't belong here. You cannot speak like this. You cannot behave like this. If you are free to do the things that you do and you don't feel any remorse, you have to ask yourself, have I fallen off? Off of the grace of God. It, it is easy to lift up our voices and pray because we know how to pray. We know what to say. We know how to behave around Christians. But the Lord sees beyond the things that we see. He knows the state of your heart and He knows your weakness. This past week, for those who care to know, there has been a scandal with some couple, a couple that are very known and preeminent servants of God. They preach the gospel at a very large scale, very, very known in the evangelical environment, but come to know that they have been living a double life. That the things they do in secret, that their lifestyle has nothing to do with the things they preach and the image they give to the world. People of God, grace 
if you live by the grace of God, if you are who you are by the grace of God, beloved, God does not come to condemn you, but he gives you the power to rise from your mistakes. He gives you the ability to stand against the temptations of the enemy. Temptation will always come, but God will give you the grace to rise and say, no, this is not my portion. Grace will give you humility enough to go and find somebody and say, this is my struggle. You see, when you're fallen out of grace of God and you want to keep the appearance, and now I'm talking to the people of God, you are going through things, but you don't want anybody to know. You don't want people to see you the wrong way. People of God, I pray that you have at least a little ounce of humility and go find somebody. The Bible says we have to confess our sins one to another. When you are, you are into the grace of God, you will not fear. You're going to go to somebody. You're going to go to your pastor. You're going to your life group leader and say, I am struggling with drinking. I am struggling with smoking. I am struggling with women. I am struggling with guys. I can't keep this together. I lie without even thinking about it. I am struggling with this. I'm tempted to lie on my taxes. I mean, talk to somebody, but don't allow the devil to convince you that you cannot talk about it because people will have a bad opinion. I'd rather lose my, my reputation and keep the grace of God because the grace of God will always reposition me. Because the grace of God will always cleanse me rather than fall and not talk to anybody. The temptations are great out there. But you know what? We need the grace of God. We need the grace of God. We are going through tough times in our world today. And the temptation to find quick solutions for ourselves is hanging over our heads. But I'm praying, people of God, do not fall off grace. These are the times that are spoken about in the book of Revelation. These are the end times. Christ will come soon. And those who have been saved by his grace through faith in Jesus Christ will live eternally. I don't know if we have five more years, 50 more years, 100 more years, regardless. But I'm saying do not fall off grace. Do not fall off of the grace of God. May the grace of God illuminate your heart, your mind, your thought. Help you understand. Help you understand the benefits, the blessings, the favors, the glory that you have in the grace of God. May the Lord keep your heart. May the Lord strengthen you. Today I'm going to pray that the Lord will preserve you. That's the prayer I'm going to pray for you today. That the Lord will preserve you. That you will never fall off of the grace of God. Hallelujah. Beloved, you don't always have to wait for some specific revelation that will tickle your ears. But let me tell you, this is a fundamental truth. And this is a fundamental need to be kept in the Lord. My prayer today, that you'll be kept in the Lord. I remember David as he prays to the God to restore him in Psalm 51. And among, while he's praying and say, Lord, don't uh, 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 take away your spirit. 
Hallelujah. He said, don't take away your spirit. He's praying that, he's literally saying, God, don't reject me because what, what would I be without you? What would I we, we'd be if the grace of God did not save us, take us from where we were? We need his grace. We are faced with big challenges in our world today. We need the grace of God to overcome. We need the grace of God to win. Hallelujah. We need the grace of God to win. So don't fall off, God, off of God's grace. Will you lift up your voice with me where you are? And pray. Pray for yourself right now. Pray that the Lord will preserve you. That the Lord will preserve your faith in Jesus Christ. That the Lord will preserve, hallelujah, the blessings of grace into your life. Remind yourself in your prayer to God that you are who you are by the grace of God. And if you have fallen out of grace one way or another, if you have been challenged or tempted or pressured one way or another, if you've been looking at the things you're not supposed to look at, you just can't help it. You've been listening to things you're not supposed to be listening to and you just can't help it. If loneliness has pushed you to do things you're not supposed to do, if uh, the pressures uh, of making it quickly have caused you to do things that are not right, if uh, just wanting to be popular had made you compromise one way or another, if being liked uh, or being loved made you do things that are not right, if just uh, that desire and the lust of the flesh caused you to behave in a certain way, can you just go to God and say, Lord, 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 have mercy on me. Preserve me that I will not fall off of grace. Heavenly Father, we come to you in the name of Jesus. God Almighty, we come to you in the name of Jesus. God of grace, we come to you in the name of Jesus. Oh, how we need you, Lord. Oh, how we need you, Yahweh. Oh, how we need you, King of glory. Oh, how we need you. My God and my King, we pray that by your grace, preserve our hearts. By your grace, preserve our souls. By your grace, preserve our bodies. Um, by your grace, preserve salvation. Um, by your grace, preserve our hearts. Um, by your grace, preserve our eyes. Preserve our ears. Uh, preserve our bodies. By your grace, my God, um, do not reject us away from you, Lord. Um, draw us closer to you by grace again. Um, my God, uh, today I pray, Father, for every person who has fallen off of grace, my God, we pray for your mercy. We pray for your mercy. My God, maybe we did not even realize that we allowed certain thoughts, we allowed certain behavior, we allowed certain language, we allowed hate into our hearts, we, we disregarded the principles of love. My God, we come and pray by your grace, have mercy on us. Protect us, O oh God, from falling off of the grace. We need you, Spirit of the living God. We need you, Holy Ghost, to touch us. Hallelujah. Again, what I would like to say as we sung today, I will make room for you, Lord. 
I will make room for you in my life. I will make room for you, oh God. My ego, move that over. My thoughts that are not right, move that over. My God, my uh, misunderstanding, misjudgment, uh, move that over. My weakness, move that over. My selfish desires, move that over. The unbelief, lack of trust, move that over. Our fears, and move that over my God and we will make room for you to live for you oh God in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus my God I pray for somebody who's crying in their hearts right now, crying in the home right now. Ah, yeah, we just want to be right with you, to be restored. I pray, Father God, that the blood of Jesus will wash them thoroughly and cause them to be whole again. My God, to flow in the blessings of grace once more in the mighty name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Lord, we bless and honor you. We thank you, Lord. God Almighty, we bless you and we pray today that everyone who is sick among us, they receive healing in the name of Jesus. My God, those who are weak among us, we speak supernatural strength in the powerful name of Jesus. My God, uh, hallelujah, those who need a solution, we pray for a mighty intervention of heaven. My God, to intervene into their lives in the mighty name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. My God, we pray for protection. Uh, we pray for your covering. Uh, we pray for your grace uh, to continue to flow and overflow into our lives in the name of Jesus my Lord we thank you we honor you in Jesus name may the grace of our Lord Jesus the unfailing love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you now and forever in Jesus mighty name we have prayed amen it has been such a joy sharing the word of God with you today. I pray that you experience the power of God through his word. If this broadcast has been a blessing to you, please consider making a donation to ensure that the word of God continues to be made available to our enrichment. Thank you for listening.